This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Okay, let's read something this morning. Amen. Proverbs 17.5 and Proverbs 30.17. Proverbs 17.5. Bible says, um, I was not asking us to see. Let's just read together, standing. Let's honor God's word. Bible says, Proverbs 17, chapter 17, verse 5 says, Also mocketh the poor, reproacheth his maker, and he that is glad at calamities shall not be unpunished. Mm. The poor in this regard means anybody who depends on you. Anybody whose weakness you know, anybody that something is wrong with that you know about it, if you mock them because of it, the Bible says you will not go unpunished because you are mocking the Lord. Now, Proverbs 30, 17. The eye that mocketh at his father and that despises to obey his mother, the reverend of the valley shall pluck it out. <laughs> and the young eagle shall hit it. Partnership that works. One we pluck it out, <laughs> another one we hit it. I, because I want to talk about something very important. When you see eyes in the Bible, it talks about vision, talks about future. And when the devil wants to strike, the first thing he does is to make people blind. Jesus called the Pharisees blind leaders, leading blind. As soon as Samson was captured, the first thing that was done to him was to remove his eyes. It is the beginning of spiritual torment to make a person blind. The Bible says the ungodly are not so. They do not know at which what they stumble. Psalm 1. It's not bad enough to stumble. The most terrible thing about stumbling is not, not to know why you are stumbling. Hallelujah. So, but the Bible says that if you mock your father. So, first service I spoke about, we look at if, uh, Colossians 3, 8 and 3, 10 to talk about put on and put off just to continue from where we stopped last week that garments can be removed and garments can be replaced. So that means a believer has power to put on certain things and to put off certain things. So Paul says, see that you put on, then he also says, see that you put off. So it's your, it's your, it is in your power to put on or to put off. You can have your seat. Hallelujah. Did you get that this morning? Hallelujah. That means you can change garment consciously. And I will not go because supposed to be a brief service again. I will not go to all that we said for service to talk about the fact that garments can be removed, garments can be replaced. So for service, I mentioned how to put on garments and when for size the father, it is done by the words that you speak. So we looked at Jesus who prayed on the Mount of Transfiguration and the Bible says in Luke chapter 9, as he began to pray and also Matthew 17, the fashion of his countenance changed and his clothes started glistering. It started shining. So I said two things. Now, please get the message. This is about all I will say about first service. I said two things. Make Jesus close to shine. The Bible says he went to the mountain and to pray. So number one, he climbed mountain. That talks about revelation. And number two, he said something. So it's not only what you say. It is also in the atmosphere which you are saying it, which has to do with when the anointing is present and which also has to do with saying what Christ has done in you, who Christ is in you and who Christ has made you. 
Those are the three most powerful pronouncements a believer can make. We are going to, and I said for service that we will demonstrate that when we begin to worship tonight or this evening. In between the worship that I'm going to come up, get ready. We are going to speak. And immediately, we see the end. We see an end. We are going to see the end of certain cycles and patterns in some lives. We are going to see the end of some diseases. And then you are going to see the end of some people being stagnant and being in a situation. Every spiritual thing is voice activated. So Jesus, and I established one point. There was no way that Jesus had a similar experience in the Bible. Jesus prayed severally, prayed in John 17. Pray, taught them how to pray in Matthew 9 or Matthew 6. He taught us how to pray. He taught them how to pray. But none of those prayers culminated or led into his clothes shining except the one he prayed on the mountain. So it was not just prayer because many people watching me, those who are listening to me and those who are watching online, people pray. But they don't experience a change in garment by praying because they pray not praying on the mountain or if some get revelation, they don't say what they're supposed to say. For gates to open in the spirit, they will ask for your identity. And I said that for service. Lift up your head, O ye gates, Psalm 24, and be lifted up everlasting door that the king of glory might come in. A voice came from within. Who is the king of glory? Who is the king of glory? When the seven sons of Kiva called that evil spirit that the possessed man, and they said, We adjure you by the Jesus, by Jesus that Paul preaches. Get out. The demon asked them, Jesus, I know. Paul, I acknowledge. Who are you? That means Paul was wearing the garment of the spirit. Instead of the demons seeing Paul, they saw Jesus. This is why every Christian can cast out demons. But you see, you can exist at Dewale, Chioma, Shade, uh, Okonkwo, Kingsley, Wale. Uh, or you can exist as names that you are called in the Bible. We are given ability to live the two realms. One, we cast out demons, one will not do anything. You can do business as for lacquer. And then you can do business as your hidden name is called the overcomer. This second dimension is opened up when you begin to speak. That is what we are going to do this evening. Under an atmosphere of worship. And I, I feel like saying this before. So I, I gave them an example for service when I was talking about my friend. And that's Pastor Femi. And then, you know, he would just sit and, and I mentioned a good example when we were in school. I didn't even say the beginning of the story. It was another friend of ours in law, I.K., Pastor Femi, Pastor Lewis, and one other guy. Uh, I.K., they all in first class law, UI. They were all friends. I.K. was the one that was going to Cyber Cafe in our final year to go and check for schools abroad. Pastor Femi just sat on his bed and he said, when you see one, please apply for me also. I.K. to Harvard and he applied. Now, I.K. didn't go to Harvard, but Pastor Femi did. I said, people are... Now, when he was going to Harvard, somebody... I think Bola gave someone. Somebody, somebody, I don't know, but somebody gave him five million. They bankrolled the whole bill. When he got to Harvard, Harvard gave him scholarship. He returned the man's money. The man said, No, I don't want. I've given you, I've given you. Some of when you return some, they collect it back. <laughs> and I told you, we were wondering in school why this guy severally called me. I was with that one lady that I called. He would just call her, I want to sponsor you. Go to the best interest and he will pay. And we were all students. And one day we were broke, so we went to his room. I said, Pastor Lumide, Pastor Lumide is in there. And I said, these things, they work in you. The last time I saw Pastor Lumide, he was addressing National Assembly in Nigeria. 
Anytime you see his Facebook profile, you'll see we governor Tambua today, we governor Bauchi tomorrow, and this one, because he does solar panel and is the one. He does it at the industrial level, not at the level of where you pay one million or two. No. But this thing that we saw in Pastor Femi's room led to what we started experiencing. If I want to get something and I have half of the money, I will get. People will just give me favor and say, I'm, I, all of them, they know. They know that by now. And that's how we are even here. Now, and the first 300 or 400 chairs here, each chair here is about 60 or so. The first 300, they were bought by the same pastor Fermi. I invited him to come and pray. He looked at the empty hall and he said, okay, I'm paying one point something for chairs. Now, listen, we, we, so we, we went to his room. We were broke and we were just talking that when we are broke, we said, ah, who are the we? Because, <laughs> are you seeking the living among the dead? Because he said, I am not broke. And then he told her, he said, ah, of all the money they gave me this month, only 30% came in an envelope physically. He said, the rest they paid to my account. And he said, even the envelope I've thrown away some. He said, but I still have some. So he brought out a bag from on top of his tether all. You never saw the bag Top of his wardrobe. And he poured down envelopes on ground. I had to just sat down on the ground. I said, and I was the pastor of the OUI. I said, what kind of anointing is working in my life? Because I can, I could barely count three envelopes. <laughs> I said, this is someone. And I, so he allowed the truth to settle in us. Then he told me the story of when he was about to enter UI and he too did not have money to pay. He, his, his, uh, uh, his lost store was, was threatened. He looked like that was going to be the end of his admission. Then he opened Isaiah 60. They, they arise and shine from that light is come and the glory of the Lord. Gentiles shall come to life. Sheep of Tashish wait for you. Behold, they come. They bring gold, silver and gold instead of brass. And he said that it became like something he would chant as many as 10 times in a day. A time came, the thing entered. It became his identity in the spirit. And that was what started happening. We're talking in the office one day, just took like, just said, We need 25kV agent, but I will not use my money to buy. And he said, Father, thank you for 25kV. In 72, I went back to his office two days after they already had 25kV outside there. He went to bed made there. He looked for the best furniture. Anytime he's going to furniture, he's going to go for the best. And he told him, How much is this? They told him the amount. He said, Okay, we'll come back. Because he did not even have 50,000 in his account. He said, We'll come back tomorrow. And by evening, somebody just called. And then the person brought, said, do you need furniture? He said, yes. And the person said, which one? He said, I saw one yesterday and the person bought that one. When these things don't happen around you, we think that they are mere stories. I am sharing with us that everything begins with your identity. Remember, the key word in all these messages is the fact that you will be addressed the way you are dressed. So you will not say officer to a doctor, but you say that to a soldier or a police you see on the road. Because he is dressed in military uniform, and then he's probably carrying a gun. The way you dress is the way you'll be addressed. Naturally, when you go to an office and a man comes out of the office and is wearing full like that, you will address him only by sir. And when you are at the gate and you see somebody in uniform, somebody tells that this is a security person. And security men, they're usually more nasty than the people inside. They first harass you at the gate very well. You know what I'm talking about. So, the way you dress is the way you'll be addressed. As it is in the physical, so it's also in the spirit. The way you dress is the way. So when that demon looked at those people, they were not covered. They were not wearing the image of Christ in the realm of the spirit. So first service, I talked about how do you wear this stuff? And it is in declaration. So we also read Ephesians chapter 6. The Bible says, put on the armor of God. Praying, praying, speaking. So that's how the thing is put on. But that was first service. 
And I told them that I'm going to give a warning. That second, I told them first time that second service, I will talk about a warning, a direction. Something that every Christian must avoid, especially in the days we are in right now, about garments. I want to read something to you. So I want to talk briefly about, are you touching or are you tearing? So there are two people. In Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood, because I also want to show you, it's not only about the garment to wear, it's also about the garment you are touching. So the Bible says, How good and pleasant, Psalm 133, is it for brethren to dwell together in unity? So it's like a precious oil upon the head of Aaron that flows down his blood, that goes down, down to the hem of his skirts. He said, For there the Lord, he says, like a dew of almond upon the mountain. And he said, There the Lord has commanded the blessing. Where? The order that God has set that the anointing flows from the head of Aaron down to the skirt. That if you align, the oil will touch you. If you fall out of the other, the oil will not touch you. But the resting place of the oil eventually is at the skirt of Aaron. So you wonder why the woman said that if I can touch the hem of his garment, the skirts, I shall be made whole. And then you understand also in 1 Samuel 15, verse 27, why the Bible says that as Saul, as Samuel finished giving the message to Saul and he turned to go, Saul held the skirts. The same thing, the hem of his garment and he tore it. And Samuel said that, you know what? You have just, the kingdom is torn away from you with what you have just done now. What is the coronation? What is the connection between kingdom, the clothes Samuel was wearing and the future of Saul who was in contact with Samuel? Remember the first scripture I read there. The eyes that mock his parents. The Bible said that the vulture will take it out and the eagle will eat it. I mentioned about the poor. One thing you must never do. No matter well roped in the spirit you are, never go against considered authority by God. And there are two major streams. People who have authority over you spiritually. Number two, your parents who brought you into this world. Anybody that has any form of authority over you. Parents, even in some cases, bosses, I want to warn you, be careful. Because you can wear a glorious garment and tear it by what goes on between you and them. Before we go to this, uh, we are going to read about so before I want to show you another one to show you how authority and how things can be divided. So this guy, there's a prophet called Ahijah in the Bible. First Kings chapter 11. Let's start from verse 29. First Kings 11. Are you following me? Please. First Kings 11. It came to pass when Jerubam went out of Jerusalem that the prophet Ahijah found him in the way. And he had clad himself a new garment. So Ahijah was wearing a new garment and he met Jerubam on the way. And they too were alone in the field. Verse 30. And Ahijah caught the new garment that was on him and rent it in 12 pieces. Next verse. And he said to Jerubam, Take thee 10 pieces, for thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will rent the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and I will give you 10 tribes. Hmm. No wonder. David just caught the cat of Saul's garments. And the Bible says his heart smote him. His guys were telling him to kill, so he did not even kill, so he just caught the garments. Saul came to defecate. 
and he was alone in the cave. And David were inside. David and his men were inside the cave in a dark area. And he said, I won't kill. Let me just show him a sign that he was under me. I got him, but I refused to kill him. So he just wanted that sign. So he caught the skin. And the Bible says his heart smote him. And he said that I am just. What I'm sharing with you this morning, it totally contradicts the law going on on Facebook. Facebook will set many on their destruction. And it has happened to a lot of people. Honor your father and your mother is not only, it applies even on Facebook. It is a page where you see people insult those who are enough to be their grandfather because you don't know that there are spirits behind everything you see physically. Nothing has added rebellion to our generation than social media. And there are Christians, see, those behind this thing, they know what they are doing. But Christians who operate at that, they don't know what they are doing. So they we just swallow anything. The word is being reprogrammed for destruction. Peter said at the end of the day, this word is said to be destroyed with fire. What will lead to it is that dishonor will get to a point. It will smell in heavens and it will bring destruction down. How will the end happen? I will explain to you one day, but not today. But sincerely speaking, truly we are very close. Very, very close to the end of the end. Very, very close. And this is how it will happen. There will come a generation that will dishonor their fathers and mothers. And it's at that time. The last warning in Old Testament, Malachi 4, he said that we turn the heart of father to their children, lest I come to smite the heart with the cause. That's the Lord talking. That means where the heart of the father is against the children, there will be a cause coming. This generation is playing close to a cause coming. But then I'm concerned about believers because who can be robed with honor in Jesus, which has already happened by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We talk about that. In the evening, there's no message. But I will lead you in some declarations about what Christ has done in you. What will happen is that by identifying with that, it will check out anything that is not consistent with God's plan for your life. So that's how people will get you in the, in the evening and deliverance will happen without anybody touching anybody. That's how people will just accelerate. You just wake up on Monday and discover that things are happening very fast around you. It is because you have been reprogrammed in the spirit. There's a new garment on you. You don't hear what I've just said. This is very, very important. So David just called his cat and the thing smote him. Ah, he said, I've not done well. So Ahijah here just took <laughs> See, the garment of a father, your parents, the garment of an anointed vessel, is not an ordinary garment. If you are connected to the person, you are connected to the garment. Now, Jeroboam was a young man. When Solomon missed God, he gave out to a son called Robam, and Robam became king. And the elders went to meet Robam and said that the, the, the tax is much, like what we are experiencing, that the tax is much, Nepal tariff and the rest. said, bring down the tax. And Robam said, okay, come back after three days. Then he went to meet the elders. Solomon, his father, was a very wise man. And he surrounded him. The Bible says, he that walked with the wise shall be wise. Solomon was around wise men. And the wise men told him that, you see, king know the use of Gideon. Tell these people that, you know what? Okay, I will reduce the tax. They told him that if you serve them today, they will serve you forever. We'll talk about that another. It's a powerful principle. Why do people break in marriage and the rest? If you go the way of honor, you humble yourself to honor men. The honor will come back to you eventually. If you honor your wife, the honor will come back to you eventually. But let's leave that for now. So they told that this, this is how the game is played. If you serve these people today, they will serve you forever. They said, okay. Then he went to young guys, Facebook. He went on Facebook, on Instagram. How do I answer this? They told that don't, don't make that nonsense. Tell them that who are you to tell me to reduce the time? Are you crazy? 
Now, you know what? I'm even going to add to it. So he too came out and he said to And in one day, everybody withdrew from him. Now, Jerubal was just a, a, an industrious young man. And he was going one day and he met Aija. Aija was not too known to many people at this time. And Aija was wearing a new garment. And he told Jeroboam, he said, come to one corner. Roboam messed up yesterday, but let me tell you what is about to happen. You are Jeroboam. Solomon's son was Roboam. He said, come. And when they got to the field that nobody was there, Aija removed the new garment he was wearing and he tore it into 12. He put it down. He said, take 10. This is a very powerful message spiritually. He said, because by taking 10, 10 tribes will go to you. Only two will remain with Roboam. And that was exactly what happened. That was how David's house lost 10 out of 12 tribes in Israel. They did not lose the tribe by somebody defeated, defeating them at war. They lost it by a garment divided. A prophet just took the garment he was wearing and they just divided. So you begin to understand the mistake Saul made when he took Samuel's garments. You begin to understand why Noah woke up, what happened to his last born. Noah removed his garment and he was naked. A very terrible situation to be in. See, a man of authority, your parents, can be naked at times. It is not for you to run your mouth. So the two sons who were wise, they took another garment and they covered their father. They were walking backward like this, so they wouldn't see their father's nakedness and they covered him. But the one that saw it and spoke about it received a curse. I am showing you how Hallelujah. The woman with the issue of blood in Mark 5, she touched the garment of Jesus. Saul tore the garment of Saul. Sorry, Saul tore the garment of Samuel. So Saul received a curse. The kingdom was taken away from him that they said he's given to your neighbor immediately. He begged, begged, begged. Samuel followed him later to pray, but the declaration was made once and for all. But the woman, when she touched the hem of Jesus, virtue came. Sincerely speaking, every considered authority will do one of these two things. I meant that there's no neutral ground. Either your parents or your pastor is blessing you or is a cost to you. Is hating you or is injuring you. Now it will depend on your approach. You touch or you tear. I look at young people that I know. Because now your parents depend on you for money and the way you talk. You are telling something, brother, I feel so sorry for you. You can say no politely. Parents may request a time that they don't make sense truly. But you can say it honorably. You can still honor them and say no. You don't have to do everything they tell you to do. But you can say it with respect and with honor. If you do that, you are still touching, you are not hearing in other words, what happens to what we wear does not only depend on us only. It depends on our relationship with some other people. Immediately that day, Jeroboam became king by the utterance of a prophet. He gave him 12 tribes, not with sword, but with a statement. Samuel took away the kingdom from Saul, not with a sword, but by a pronouncement. Did you get what's, what I've just said now? In the midst of walking in glory, because first service I said a lot, because we are going to do that in the evening. 
as we make those declarations in the name of Christ and you make the, we make those pronouncements, you will see what will happen. In it's going to be a deep service in the evening. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, please, come early. See, this whole place is almost filled up right now. By the time you have people in the first service, there won't be space again. Come early. We cannot arrange more than this because we must maintain one meter plus rule. So, if you come late, you might be likely to stay outside once the chairs are exhausted. And I'm asking everybody, five to six, it's going to be one hour. About 40 minutes into the worship or 30 minutes, I will come up. When I sense that the anointing is heavy on the meeting, choir knows what to do. I will come up and we are going to speak. But this one I'm giving is that when things, because there is no doubt about the Father, as you walk out this evening, you would have been transformed. Because it's like climbing a mount of transfiguration. Many people, veils will be taken up. I will show you something in 2 Corinthians chapter. The Bible says when it turns to Christ, 2 Corinthians 3, let's start from, I think, 16, the veil is taken away. I said the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of God is. He said, when, nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. When the presence of God is beheld, every veil goes off. And sincerely speaking, I told you before, when you see talented people and the reward they have is not commensurate with their talent that they have, you are seeing a person that is veiled. That's why in Isaiah 24, the Bible said that I will destroy the veil of covering cast over the people. I have seen, I said it jokingly first service, but it is true. I have seen guys fighting over a girl that you consider not too beautiful. And I've seen the most beautiful ladies praying and trusting God for husband. Remember I said something earlier. The Bible said that put on the oh my God that you might be able to withstand the evil day. Evil day comes to everybody. Satan does not have enough power to go around everybody at the same time. So he selects. A year can be very wonderful without any problem. And that year can, it's not because you have done something wrong. One day to just become your turn. It doesn't sound like a good gospel would like to, but that's the Bible says prepare for it. Efficiency says so. Say, take control of the owner that you may withstand the evil day. The evil day will come one day. But you see, if you are in Christ, you are bound, you are destined to overcome. You don't get that. It's not that it won't come, it's just that it can never overcome you. It can never overcome you. Some will have a very rough experience in school. Carry over here, problem there. But as soon as they step out of the school, it's as if the whole level open upon them. Some people will have a smooth schooling, everything fine. But their own is waiting for them in marriage. Some will have a beautiful marriage, marry easily, but to have a child, problem. Some, there are things happening in your life, and that will also happen in your life that you will never need to pray about. Everybody has an area of grace that you don't need to pray about it, but things are working in that area. For some people, it's your health. There are people listening to me now. You have never had past my leader. You are just always well. And you know your friends who go from this test to that test, this test. Even when you have my leader and you sleep a little, you are fine. Some will never pray about health till they die. Even among unbelievers, it is the grace of God. The Bible says it causes his rain to shine on both the good and the evil. For some people, they will, there are people listening to me. You have never prayed about job before. You will never pray about one. Once you leave, another one is waiting for you. But they, you know people more brilliant than you in school, but that is not their own experience. To get a job, now serious wala. They cause people, uh, uh, people, they say they are prone to accidents. So people, if they drive one more, they must have an accident. But some other people, you are so reckless with driving, but somehow you don't have accidents. It's the way life is. So there will be one area in your life that you will need faith to control. Did you get what I've just said? Praise the Lord. If I ask those who are married there now, some it just happened. 
You just men like each other and then you are married. Everything, you were just good, good, good. But for some other people, this is the sixth time breaking up, somebody, sixth person breaking up with them. For some reason, somebody just start a fight and break up. Now, when somebody asks you, you're already afraid because you know that after one year or six months, the person might break up again. Or maybe you are the one breaking up with them. <laughs> because in some case, you can be the culprit, the one that is breaking up with everybody. But are, you, are you following me? I just want to, in, in the course of praying, I feel like I should let people know this. You see, hallelujah. Father, thank you. Let me end with this. When Joseph wanted to die, the children came to see, he brought his children to see his, his father, who was their own grandpa. So Jacob was about dying, so Joseph came in and he brought his children, Manasseh and Ephraim. Manasseh was the firstborn, Ephraim was the secondborn. You know the story very well. Genesis 49. And when Jacob wanted to pray, he just crossed his hand like this. And the Bible ends that play by the verse 16 says that thus he set Manasseh before Ephraim. What uh, so thus he set Ephraim before Manasseh. What happened was that he put second born before firstborn by putting his right hand on the second born. Your speed in life is not only determined by your ability. There are some things that will come on you from some other people. Believe me sincerely. Taking care, honoring, and loving your parents can actually speed up your life. Any kind of authority. This is why loyalty and honesty is necessary when you are working under somebody. If you don't do that, other areas of life might be okay, but for you to start something of your own might be difficult forever. It's true. I know a pastor is not in this country. Somehow, fight, 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 fight. He actually took the church literally from the pastor of the church. And the pastor just left and went to start another church elsewhere. Everything looked good for some years. I remember the year he was arrested. A church member also put up a case against him. He was arrested and sent to jail. What he was sent to jail for, he did it 12 years before he was arrested. When you see hostile voices like that, no, no pardon, no mercy, people should check. It is true. Why the art remains, see time and harvest. It is in Christ we have mercy and grace. But as you have received grace, also mind what to do. It is it's very important. There's no church that somebody breaks to start that will not experience breakup eventually. It's impossible. Except it goes back to the person that and the person says, you know what? Under Christ, I said that you will not experience breakup. Because the one who forgives this way can also under Christ bless. I know that as I'm speaking, some people need to go back to their parents and apologize. One of the most difficult things for a generation to do is to submit to authority. And Facebook is teaching us how to rebel. Share your truth. Say it as you like. It's a pathway to destruction. Just look around and see how many signs of dishonor you see around here. And it's increasing every day. If a Facebook will celebrate you now when you start by saying nonsense, and attacking everybody. I saw a girl. She brought a case between us and herself and her father to the people. The father didn't pay something when she was young and she called him a useless old man. And rebels gathered around her to support her. Somebody said that this is wrong. No, they said, no, let her share the truth. It's her truth. She's saying her pain out. The pain that will destroy her. This is very important. See, that's why whether it's HOD, whether it's your CEO, whether it's your MD, whether it's a pastor, whatever you find yourself, don't tear any garments. It's not that person you are hurting, it's yourself. 
You don't get what I've just said. I know that people listening to me now, you are working, say your boss is like this. Wait till the right time to leave. Don't tear any garments. It's very important. You will judge whether you will be full of skills and innovations and you try to launch out. I know those who were earning three, four hundred dollars, somebody, they step out. It looked like they were going to hit it big. It's over seven years and it's still looking like nothing is happening. When you see people wandering in the dark like that, virtual has removed their eyes and ego has hitting it. So they cannot find their bearing in life. They are just going to and fro. Because we cannot afford to be blind in life. But this evening, the good news is that garments will change. Remember, Christ has brought a garment of glory to us. And we are going to dress in our glory and speak. Hallelujah. If you like, when it's over tonight, some of the things I will lead us to say, you can record it and start saying it to yourself every now and then. See, I didn't tell you the concluding part of the story. When that guy told us, when Pastor Emi told us about Isaiah 60, I said, Shebi is Isaiah 60. When I left his room, I just sat down on my bed. I was in Zikor, the most notorious hall in UI. I sat on my bed and I opened to Isaiah 60. In less than 30 minutes, I stored the thing there. I can recite Isaiah 60 for you now. I write I can tell you the whole thing. I started. And I saw my friend, Pastor Lumide, started also. That is why he's with governors. He lives in Abuja. His family just moved to Canada. And everything just working for him. He told me that they made National Assembly. started by lambasting all of them. That your states are not working. These things, gates just don't open to you. Gates will ask you, who are you? Lift up your LDG. He said, who? He said, the Lord strong and mighty. It is your response. So what the gate is saying that the challenge of the gate, how you respond, whether the gate will open or not. I told you last week, when Peter was told to get up from the prison, they passed through the first day, the second. The Bible said they got to the iron gate that led to a city. Every city has an iron gate. If you are going to become a household name in any way, it's not by, see, this, that's why people seek it by occultism. And when you offer enough sacrifice on the other side, also, you will get a name. But nobody crosses by chance. Honestly speaking, do you know, I have listened to songs and I said, say, this guy is talented, but the song don't make it past the relatives and a few people. And I will look at this song everybody is singing. Many of you know what I'm talking about. The players you see are not the best players. Sunday morning, go to the field and see guys with raw talents. I have one on my Facebook showing people Crazy skills that you've never seen before, only that they will never become a celebrity or any football. I saw a guy, four people around him, he made a move and the four of them fell down with football. And I said, he will never play for Super Eagles. After a while, he will get angry with the talent and it will end there. The race is not to the Swifts. One of the best, most popular celebrities in the nation it was my friend that took his tailor to him. This guy was making clothes for my friend. And my friend, that time, didn't have much money. They will argue, you know, when you pay 12,000 instrumentally, you pay four today, six tomorrow. And then that was how he was doing it with his tailor. He was in an elevator in one hotel when he met this guy. And for some reason, the guy gave me his number. 
And the guy invited him to his house one day. He said, name that you all know. One of the best in entertainment. Just invited him to his house. And the day when did that one just said, ah, who made this clothes? And he said, I just want stubborn tailor like that, one useless boy like that. And he said, but this is nice. He said, you want him? Okay, I will ask him to come. So he took the guy there from that day till now. So what the tailor does to reward him is that every month the tailor makes a cloth for him also. He has become a big boy tailor now, but he's a grateful person. So he calls my friend, Ashwaiti Redisa. He makes one for him every month, one cloth, just free of charge. He said, because you, may, you broke my level to another level. So the guy and all his friends, that celebrity and all his friends, this is the tailor making their clothes. He's a common tailor around Ogba. He's a common tailor. Yet he's making somebody just took him to another level. So those who made the clothes that people wear are not... I've told you for the driver of the president and the driver of the MD of, uh, of uh, one, one woman who sells... Who, she has a shop in Ogba, but she has a driver. They receives 25000 with insult every month. Before she collect that money, so that driver is even better than the one driving the president because this one is driving in traffic. That of president, the way he sets. Motorbike, who doesn't like to drive in that kind of atmosphere? You are just going inside, and then you are going. And then the president might not leave us for two weeks. And, you are there, and your salary is coming. So you come in the morning, you sit down. And the president, if he travels at all, they put him in five star hotel. They don't put the driver elsewhere, they put the driver there also. A driver. There is no uniqueness to that skill. Many, many of you can drive very well, but somebody is being overpaid for what you do, and in traffic for three hours, you are angry. As you are coming from office, you abuse downfall driver, you abuse all of them, and nobody's paying you. The race is not to the swift. Something is coming on you. It's a new day for everybody. Have you heard me today? The veil is taking off. Nothing good in your life can be veiled anymore. Your skill, your beauty, nothing. You know, a man helped them not to kill the king. Sorry, Mordecai. They wanted to kill the king and Mordecai reported it. I know for a long time, no, they forgot about it. When people talk about ancestral cause, I wonder, what about ancestral blessings? Many of you listening to me, your grandparents did a lot of good things. Maybe some of them did some bad things, but they also did many good things. They helped people. And Bible says, God will not forget your labor of love. Ezekiel did some, uh, Mordecai reported those who wanted to kill the king. And they found it to be so. They were apprehended. And nothing was done for Mordecai for a long time. Until the night that the king could not sleep. And was checking record. He asked someone, ah, this guy that helped me against murderers. What did you give him? He said, nothing. Ah, he said, this is not done. That is when, so the good works of some people is even veiled. The good work, veiled. I remember choir performance somewhere in a particular city. Almost 50 choir. As a particular was about to call, to the, the chairman went out to go and miss himself. And now I was talking with somebody. They were to listen to about 50 songs. He came in about 20 something songs and continued. All those who sang when he got up. And it happened many years ago before the internet, and those who sang wasted efforts. 
So in other words, it did not pick from the 50. It picked from the 26 he listened to. So the first 24 to sing, ah, oh, guide me, oh, Lord. When you hold my hand, everything is possible. When you hold my hand. That's what the Bible said, the steps of a man, a good man, they are hold down, God. It is who sees you that can promote you. When you are displaying the best and the person, right person doesn't see you, that's the end of the order. It's, it's an effort in futility. It is true that there must be days of preparation, but on the day of promotion, if nobody sees you, it's still equal to nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the evening. Shall we rise? Thank you, Father. Wave your hands and just worship him. Just give him praise. We give you praise. We honor you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for your word. We praise you. We receive grace, Father, this morning to walk in the reality of this truth. We thank you, Father. Thank you, we are doers. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.